This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Today we're going to continue our series on my first games for game schooling. We've covered a number of games in the past like My First Orchard, Unicorn Glitter, Luck. And Uno Moo. And Uno Moo. And today we'll be adding a, a new one to that list, which is a game called Hiss. Yeah, this is another game right game. I don't know. But, oh you know, we've, I, I, Wait a minute. Do we have stock in game right yet? I'm going to show you. <laughs> I went to go get dinner tonight. And I stopped at the tattoo place. Look at my game right tattoo. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> There's a tattoo place right next if to you Tie ever on Main got a Street. Tattoo without telling me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so much Should I tell him about my tattoo story? No, no. Nobody needs to know this. So I almost got. This one. is a family show, guys. I almost got one. Long time ago, it would have been a terrible decision. I was really into this anime. Obviously, uh, as as an 18 year old boy would be. <laughs> Gene Starwind. I almost got my big star tattoo on my left arm, red, with like a little bit deeper red outline. If you had gotten an anime tattoo, this would have been, <laughs> this would have been, a, this would have been one of those things you would not have told people no, for, I, I for don't. a long time. Ooh, what's that star from? Oh, that was when I was in my biker gang back in, <laughs> back in middle school. That wasn't from the <laughs> geeky anime I used to watch. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get back to it. So Hiss. Hiss. Uh, from Game Right. This is a game um, for, I think it's... I. I think you can kind of go up to as many players as you want. I think it's two to four, but you could you could pull in more players. Um, we started playing this with our daughter when she was about three, mm-hmm. and this is essentially just a color matching game. So the the game is all a bunch of large tiles that have um, segments of colorful snakes. So you'll either have the body of a snake or the tail or the head. And if you have the body, it makes a color transition halfway through the card. So half the card is red, and in the middle it's going to make a color transition to orange, let's say. So the the whole way that the game is played is that your learner will draw a tile, and depending on what color it is, they can decide to add it to a snake that's already on the table, and all snakes are communal between everyone on the table. Hmm. Or they can start their own snake if they can't match it somewhere. Uh, once a snake has a tail and a head, then whoever placed the last piece to finish off that snake gets to collapse all of the tiles and take those. At the end of the game, you count up who has the most tiles. Uh, that's the that's the traditional way to play it. There are some rainbow, so there's some wild uh, heads and tails as well that you can play. What we primarily did was use this to help reinforce color recognition with mm-hmm. our daughter. Uh, so as she would put something down, she would say she's trying to match red or orange or whatever the color was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this cooperatively where we just tried to complete as many snakes as we could. Sometimes we would play to make the longest snake we mm-hmm. possibly could or complete as many different ones as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we would just work together. We didn't usually score this at an early age, although you certainly can. Uh, it's just, it's a simple game, but the snakes are colorful and playful. Mm-hmm. It's engaging. And our daughter really dug this when she was young. And I mean, now that she's five, we still do play this. And the younger one is now Starting getting up. into it. Yeah, a little bit. And I like it for, it's kind of like, I, I use this for Uno now. Like we were playing a little bit of Uno today where you're matching numbers and colors. They don't actually have to know their colors. They just have to match the same color. And and that's kind of like, even before they know it's red, they can see the same color and they can match it together. And it was always very helpful because colors was a, a tough one for her, for our oldest to learn. And just like 
okay, she knew all the names of all the different colors. She just couldn't associate them to the actual color. And so we had to play and reinforce a lot of different color games in order to kind of get over the hump on that. And this was one of those games that we used a lot. And even now, yeah, you're right. I'm starting to pull it out for the little one. We're playing the snakes. She's just using it as to kind of build the snakes. Mm -hmm. But the idea of, okay, these snakes kind of, this is the body, that's a head, that's a tail, and they kind of come together. She's starting to understand that. She doesn't get the colors thing yet. She just kind of apes whatever color you <laughs> you tell her. And she goes, oh, yeah, red or but yellow. But that's great because, you know, she's doing the matching, even mm -hmm. if she doesn't know what the color is, exactly, right? Yeah. So she's learning the technique of matching, of, of you know, drawing something, looking at what it is, and then scanning the whole table to find the same be, thing yeah. and placing it, especially which is with, a great early skill. Well, especially, yeah. And then you can also set up environments. So you can go and flip all the tiles over and actually set up heads and tails and ask them to you know, put, build the body. Mm -hmm. And so you don't actually have to play the game. You can use it as kind of just a building exercise. Sure. You can really adapt those rules, change it up however you're going to do it. So yeah, she's been pulling that down a few times now and we've played it and she's kind of really enjoyed it. And it's also the, you know, the novelty of playing with one of her sister's games. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. Starts yelling, games, games, games. Right, yes, our 20 month old. 20 month old. Games, games, games. games. <laughs> oh, gosh, she's going to be 21 months old very soon here. Well, what's, 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 what's going on? Is she a teenager yet? <laughs> I feel like she it's driving. Been, it's coming up on us. Yeah, this is, this is funny. So this is, uh, we've always been into games, you know, since we, since we first met, we've played games together all throughout the time w that we were dating and then married without children. And then with a baby, we've always played games. Uh, and we were so excited to get our little one into playing games. And when, when our oldest was, um, younger, you know, early preschool, she just wasn't very into it. Two and a half, you know, we, we kept trying little things and she wasn't into it. His was the very first game that she would play whenever, you know, grandma would come over. She'd want to play hiss. And mm -hmm. it, it really was the first one that kind of warmed our hearts. Like, Oh, this was like her really, first game. Yeah, and you can play it so early. It's definitely one of those games you can play now. And then also, you know, our daughter's five years old and she can play it right now. Right. And so she still it, enjoys it. It's, it's got the, some longevity to it. It's also the perfect game for kids to play together. Exactly. We've seen our daughter explain the rules of hiss to other kids when she would play with them. It's one that I think that if you have a younger a younger learner, a mm -hmm. three-year-old or a four-year-old, and you have an older sibling, it's a great one for them to play together because it doesn't have a lot of rules for the older sibling to have to remember. I mean, that's one of the things about playing games with really young children is that you have to know the game well and know all the rules well and know how to adapt it for younger kids and things, know where you can cut corners and stuff for younger kids. And that's something that you know, younger elementary kids being the older sibling can't really do, right? Mm -hmm. We can we can play a modified version of Carcassonne with our three-year-old. When she was three, we could do that with her four um, because we're able to say, oh, yeah, no, don't worry about that. Oh, we'll cut this corner here. We help her with different pieces of it and stuff. But, you know, if you have two siblings playing together, uh, you know, if you have a second grader playing with it with a preschooler, they're not going to be able to really do that as easily. So I mm -hmm. like the games like this. The rules are so utterly simple mm -hmm. that older kids can help younger kids and they can play together without you needing to be involved. And this is going to, I know this is going to be one of those first games, the second warming of my heart <laughs> that our kids are going to play together. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, hiss, you can't go wrong. This is a, just a perfect first, first introduction to games. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook, 
and find us at Homeschool Together Podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!